Welcome to the Dr. Doom podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Doom. I'm uh, recording this. I've got this little Zoom uh, microphone that sticks into the bottom of the phone. And I'm going to give this a try. I don't know how it'll turn out. So if there's a lot of uh, popping noises and stuff, um, we'll just go back to the old way. But this is kind of a convenient way of me not having to go downstairs and record in my office. Because I feel like just uh, hell. <laughs> I... Uh, I still have that uh, friggin' cough and the wheeze and everything else. I don't know. It's like some sort of government-created nano-robot-born exobacterial super pneumonia. And uh, I'm just uh, hoping against hope that this is going to go away soon because it's very irritating. And it's exhausting, coughing all the time. And, I, and look, I know I'm not the most uh, in-shape guy in the world, but, uh, I do want to eventually exercise again and work out and, uh, go outdoors and do things. And right now I just want to lie in bed and sleep, even though I want to do those things. When I try, I start sweating profusely and I feel like I'm going to throw up. So I stop <laughs> now. Thankfully, I'd rather have this than gastro. Let me be clear. I, that's, this is not that bad, but it's, it is irritating. Anyway, um, this is a continuation of yesterday's story. Yesterday we were talking about this ATV that I purchased. Now, I um, also had to buy a, uh, a trailer, and I bought this uh, 5 foot by 10 foot utility trailer that if I'd known, um, you know, it was only like $200 more. I could have gotten a, a wider one that would fit, um, like, the ATV better. But I bought it for a lawn tractor, which I didn't need anything more than 5 foot by 10 foot. And, uh, and so when you buy it, like they'll register it for you, but the plates obviously don't come until they, they get the plates and then they call you to come pick them up at the trailer dealership. So, um, I bought the trailer and it was like another week before the plates came. And so I got the plates. I just, I just went and got them and, uh, I went to mount the plate on the mounting bracket and lo and behold, the bracket is jammed right against the frame of the trailer and the brake light and so you can't actually mount a license plate on it it doesn't it, it just doesn't work it doesn't line up so I decided that okay well the the little ramp if you've ever seen a utility trailer there's like a hinged ramp that goes down to the ground and you can drive up that ramp with your lawn tractor onto the trailer and then but when you're driving that ramp is up and it's locked into place and I figured I know what I'll do I'll put the license plate on the ramp so because it's like a mesh, like a metal mesh grill type thing. And then that way, you know, it's still visible. I won't get pulled over. Uh, but it's, it, you know, it, it solves the lack of an actual license plate bracket. You can tell I'm buying quality material because they fucking didn't consider where the license plate had to go. Um, anyway, so I, I got this, uh, got this mesh ramp or whatever. And, and, and I initially, I thought I would do it with the bolts that I had, but then I realized like the washers I have are too small. They'll, they'll like slide through the, the mesh holes. So I had to go to the hardware store and buy these gigantic washers. And, uh, I got, I got those and, uh, and brought them home and I bolted the thing on and I was like pretty impressed with my handiwork. It looked pretty good. I'm not obviously a handyman. Um, but, uh, but then I kind of got thinking about it and I was like, man, there are these two like long bolts sticking up the ramp 
of a thing that I'm driving vehicles up and down on, I'm going to end up like puncturing a tire with these things. They're not sharp, you know, they're just bolts, but, um, or I'm going to tear the, tear the license plate out of the mesh grill. It, it, it just wasn't a good solution. That's going to get caught. So I went back to the hardware store and asked them, Hey, do you have any shorter bolts than the ones that I had? Uh, and I kind of explained it. She was like, no, that's the, the shortest we have are the inch and a half bolts, unfortunately for, for that size, you know, for what you're trying to do. Um, she said, but we do have a, uh, angle grinder on sale and you can just cut the bolts off. And I was like, well, that seems like a big solution for a small problem. But, um, at the same time, I was like, oh, angle grinders are pretty cool. I've, I've seen them used. <laughs> I, in fact, um, I don't know if I told this story on this podcast, but when I took my bed up to our camp in Miramichi to put it together, it had these, uh, long, like double-ended bolts on either side of the frame rail and the headboard or footboard. And, um, and I didn't realize they weren't attached to anything. So, uh, four of them fell out and I had to buy a threaded rod and then cut, um, sections out of the threaded rod at a garage. Like I went to a garage and the guy used an angle grinder and it was actually not a very good solution because it left all these uh, globs of melted metal on the tips, like all these burrs that you couldn't get a bolt over. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I have seen them in use. And, and that guy, you know, he knew what he was doing and he just like, he had a vice and he just clamped the thing of green and, and, and cut the, cut the threaded rod. And I was like, yeah, it took seconds. So I was kind of stoked about this. I was kind of impressed that I could too own an angle grinder and, uh, for the low, low price of $38. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get it. It was like a black and Decker. So good name. And, um, and I was kind of excited to go down and cut these bolts off. So the angle grinder came with, um, a wheel, you know, grinding wheel or whatever. And, uh, and so I was like, yeah, perfect. I put it together. I assembled it. And, uh, and then I, the trailer's way out in the backyard. So I parked the car, the truck beside it. And then I plugged the 12 volt or, you know, the, um, you know, the plug, I plugged it into the little plug adapter in my car. And of course the car doesn't generate nearly enough electricity to run, uh, an 11,000 RPM angle grinder. So nothing happened. I was like, damn it. So I had to bring everything over closer to the wall and, uh, use an extension cord. But eventually I did get the thing started and I was like, okay, figuring out like how it works. I had the handguard on it. I had my glasses on thinking I'm being safe. And, um, and so I, you know, I, I, had a hand grip on and I went over and, uh, I was looking at the wheel, like the grinding wheel. And I was like, man, it's thicker. Like I seem to remember it being like this thin metal wheel. When, when I was at the, when I was at that garage, this thing was kind of thick, but I was like, well, I guess they just make them different or whatever. So I, uh, turned on the angle grinder and then I was like, I'm just going to lightly brush it. Cause I, my only concern was like, chainsaw safety. I was like, you know, if you're on a chainsaw and you tap it into a piece of wood that it's going to kick back from, it's terrifying. And so I had this idea that this screw was going to either go flying, like the piece was going to immediately 
zoom off the tip of the of the uh, bolt and uh, fly into my eye or my head or something, or that the angle grinder was going to kick back and grab my t-shirt and suck it off my body, basically. So, um, so I just like lightly brushed the edge of the angle grinding wheel into the bolt, and this big shower of sparks went everywhere, and it made that like that you know metal on metal noise and. I was like quite impressed with myself, so I added a little bit more pressure. But as I was doing this, there were lots of sparks, but the grinding wheel was getting like red hot on the edge. It looked like a little bit almost kind of scary. Like I thought, you know, that thing's spinning really fast. If that thing is um, getting overheated, uh, am I gonna hurt myself here? Like, is am I setting myself up for this disc blowing up? But I thought, no, it's, it's a brand new disc and a brand new machine. What what could possibly go wrong? So I slowly kind of ground my way across this thing, and and it uh, it came off, and it looked it left a big burr, but it, everything was red hot, and I had to like go back and touch it up so that there was no sharp parts for the tires or whatever. But after that, everything seemed good. And then I did. I only had two of these, and I, I did the other one the same way. It was kind of the same thing, like just took a way longer than that guy cutting my threaded rod and I thought maybe it's just because I don't know what I'm doing or I'm being too cautious or whatever but I was worried that I might break this disc anyway as I'm putting everything away um, I look down at the disc that I had used and man it's all beat up like the edge is all I don't know just shoddy and irregular and there's like these little fibers hanging out of it and I was like man that can't be right I mean these things are supposed to be like perfectly even because they're spinning at 11,500 rpm if they're out of balance they're gonna break apart right and I kind of took the disc out and I was looking at it, it said type 27 disc and I thought how can there be 27 fucking types it's, it's these are just for cutting metal aren't they so I uh, <laughs> I started looking it up afterwards and a uh, type 27 disc is like a grinding disc that's for taking it's it, it's almost you're not supposed to use the edge you're supposed to use the um the, you know the the flat surface to take rust off of like flat pieces of metal <laughs> and uh it said it's super dangerous to use the edge and i watched a safety video of one of them exploding and like blowing pieces through a mannequin <laughs> and uh yeah, I was hovering right over the fucking thing. The other thing is it was like, you need a helmet, you need a face shield. Um, I did wear gloves, but some people were like, don't wear gloves because they'll get caught in the machine. Anyway, uh, I can't, look, I'm not, this is not to get into the willy wags of politics, but I am a gun enthusiast. Like I enjoy shooting. I'm not talking about handguns, but I, like I, I, you know, I shoot rifles at the range. I shoot shotguns especially, and I shoot a lot of clays. Like that's my sort of firearms passion is shooting clay pigeons out of the out of the air and I'm, I'm quite proud of myself at how, how good I am at it um, but uh, but yeah this is by far the more dangerous tool that I've used I mean I, I can't believe that they would even sell this to somebody as stupid as me to uh, to use without like giving me instructions first it was bananas I, I mean I'm glad they did and I'm glad it worked out and I, I didn't blind myself or cut my nose off or whatever thing was going to happen but uh yeah it, it's just a if, if you're ever looking for the most dangerous tool in your toolbox 
I recommend uh, picking up an arc or a, a, an angle grinder. It's pretty great. just a short follow-up that um, <laughs> it's more just a uh, do, is this just me or is it everyone I have this uh, mystery bruise on the back of my arm um, and I'm trying to think of I, like I, I go back through all the things that I've done over the last two weeks that could have potentially resulted in a bruise but I can't think of anything this thing is the size of a dinner plate like it's it's you know it's long my arm's not as big as a dinner plate is wide. Uh, you know, I'm not bragging here. But, um, yeah, I, I don't remember any specific injury. But uh, does that stuff ever happen to you? I It's just one of those things that, um, yeah, I, I just, I've got these mystery bruises all over the place. I've got, right now, I've got a cut on my thumb that's uh, like three inches long. It goes from the base of my thumbnail up to my wrist. It uh, obviously bled a lot. It's There's like blood under my watch strap. I have no idea when I did it. I, I did no activity uh, today that could have resulted in slicing my thumb open. I'm wondering if I'm doing something at work. Um, but you would think like with a cut like that, I'd remember it happening. It's, it's, it's gory. It looks like a movie prop thumb. Um, no recollection whatsoever. That makes me worried that maybe it's my brain that is the issue. <laughs> maybe I am uh, starting to forget things. Because how can you have these traumas that you forget? But uh, I, I seem to be doing it all the time. I don't know. Is that just normal? Well, that's it. I don't know. There's no real story there. That's just a, just an additional observation. So listen, uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, you guys uh, stay healthy and stay classy. And uh, yeah, subscribe and, and uh, share the podcast and we'll see you next time.